Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, In the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. And boom. Okay. We are back. We are back. Once again. Once again. So. Episode. I don't fucking whatever, cares. Man. Whatever, yeah. Figure it out when I post it. You got a day of training in. I got a day of hanging out at a kid's birthday party. So, there you go. Maybe it'll change our perspective on things. Probably. I'm definitely not thinking about jujitsu quite as much as like <laughs> laser tag and surviving family gatherings. So Dude, we should have a whole episode on how to survive family gatherings. Yeah. Dude, honestly that whole social leap, like when he pointed out the fact that like our brains are developed to to, to navigate social situations and the complexities that come along with that. I'm like yeah, that is 100% true. Remember, that was like one of his things. Like, going to the moon was just a byproduct. Like, our brains then developed to solve technical problems. They, mm-hmm. they, they evolved to solve these social issues of how do you navigate showing up to your... Uh, so, he's my nephew. Yeah, so my he's turning six. But my sister, who's... Her and her husband have separated in the process of a divorce. And so, they don't like each other. 
And she, they were both there. They're both there. And she's got a new boyfriend, and he's got a little girl, and he's got a new girl, and, and the, you know, Matt, her ex, soon to be ex, has a girlfriend, and he's got three kids. So I was telling you, there was, you know, four other kids there besides Carter. And, uh, and then, yeah, then you got like the whole, I got my mom, and then we've got his side of the family, and everybody's there, and, it was just a good old-fashioned awkward situation that <laughs> everyone's making the most of. So, yeah, it was a good good time though. But I told you, I just my strategy was just to play with the kids. That's usually the best. Oh yeah, you can't. It's like a win-win. Adults Be, suck. Yeah, adults suck. Kids are fun to play with. Yeah, I don't got to talk about you don't stupid have, shit. You know, if you don't have to get into dumb conversations, no. you don't want to. No, 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 man. I yeah. forgot what I was talking about with the kids, but it was way more interesting than adult conversations. So I was wondering, how are things going? How's yeah. work? Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, what do you want me to say? Adult con- adult conversations with adults that you really don't have much in common with are so fucking painful. So painful. So I don't painful. know what to talk to people about. I'm no. looking at them and I'm like, you know, I don't want, I, like, I don't know what the fuck to talk to you about. <clears throat> what do you do? What does a normal person do? <laughs> so what do we talk to them about? And so, yeah. So that's why work, the weather, politics, you know, I guess the local sports team. That's why people like to talk about that shit. Cause God, just thinking about that shit makes me want to jerk the wheel on oncoming fucking traffic. That's, you know, that's why I don't go to, um, like, work parties and shit. You know, like... Christmas parties at work or whatever, fucking barbecue, anything. I never go to any of that shit, you know. And my coworkers, I ask me, like, why don't you come? You know, why why weren't you at the Christmas party? I was like, why? What am I going to do there? Well, what am I going to do there? Sit there and watch you guys all get fucking drunk and complain about everything. Yeah. And, yeah. How, how, how is this fun for anybody? Why? I, yeah. Have you guys realized that I don't talk to you that much while we're at work? Why am I going to choose to go into this awkward social situation where we're forced to fucking talk to each other? Yeah. And why am I going to do this to myself? You guys myself? are getting drunk and you won't leave me alone. Yeah, so. you guys, and you guys want to talk about shit I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Listening to fucking white, you know, right-wing fucking talk radio all day. <laughs> <laughs> Rush Limbaugh, gonna, that guy still Yeah, around? oh yeah. These motherfuckers. They'd be talking about Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and Crooked Hillary all fucking day long. Crooked Hillary. Rooting for Trump. Not at all. Uh, so painful. Which isn't necessarily bad, but a lot of it's just it's mindless it uh, is. reactionary uh, stuff. It's not really well thought out positions and things. No, like no, that. no, no. You you can't really have like a a nuanced conversation yeah. about it. You know, there's no yeah. there's there's none of that going on. Because if you understand any nuance, you understand it's all like that's the thing. Anyone <laughs> who roots for either side really hard, I realize. Yeah, I can't really no. talk to you because you just don't understand what's going on here. Because it doesn't matter if it's the other side, Democrats or no. Republicans. It's like, yeah, anyone who's really rooting hard for that team, you realize like they're just not fucking thinking about this straight. They're just rooting for Team Us and not thinking about it. Because anyone who applies critical thought is like, well, both sides are fucked up and both sides have some points. And it's really, you can't just go like Team whatever. So, but, uh, anyways, so that's why you can't talk about that shit at family functions because people are like, well, he's for coal. 
and your uncle works for the coal factory. That's you know what I mean? Like, that's, like exactly, that's how it breaks down. down. That's exactly you how it breaks down. You must your uncle to be out of a job. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> how did you know? The uncle that I didn't even know I had until fucking five minutes ago. I wanted him to lose his job. I wanted him to lose his, his job. family to starve. That's right. That's exactly God, what I was rooting you for. You knew me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's exactly what it breaks down to all the time. It's so, Something. It's yeah. agitating. It's like, okay, well, let's just take a step back and think about a little bit bigger picture, you know, objectively. Like, that's the thing that people don't realize. So much of the shit in their head is so subjective. And that's fine. But sometimes you just have to say, like, man, this is... I'm, I'm a fucked up person. I'm going to look at situations fucked up. And if I can't take a step back every once in a while and realize, like, man, I've just been looking at this fucked up, then, yeah, you're not looking at things the right way. So. Yeah, I think that's why... I've thought about this before. I think that's why people like, watch a lot of politics or sports. Because politics are really just sports for nerds. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And then you have people that are really balls deep in watching football or basketball, wherever the fuck it is. It just gives them fuel to talk about at these stupid fucking social gatherings. Or at the water cooler. The water cooler talk. Did you see what so and so said? It yeah. don't matter whether sports or like politics. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, did you see what they said? It doesn't matter. Or you, you believe they did this? So I don't know if subconsciously that's why they get into this shit. So they have stuff to talk about. It is. <clears throat> and so maybe that's why I don't like you know because I, I don't get into any of that shit. I don't follow it. Yeah. And so then I don't have anything in common with any of these fucking yahoos. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I look antisocial. Well, that's and, what, and it's just, just the whole it spirals out of control. It's there's like, a lot damn. of people, man. That's they like to play the dance. They're comfortable with the dance, and it's good, man. I'm glad that there's just a little dance, like because you can't have deep conversations all the time. Like nothing would ever get done. You know what I mean? Like it's okay that we just do these little like, hey, how's it going? Good, man. How about you? Oh, great. Okay, cool. We good just enough. did a, we just did a little social dance just to be like exchange enough to keep. Keep our keep shit going. So you know, on some level, it's fine. The problem is, is when you can't ever, ever break out of it. Like, yeah. you, like you don't realize. Like you know, how many times I walk away from exchanges. I know you do too. Where you're like, <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? Like that was the most benign, asinine bunch of words that just came out of my mouth. But it was just like the pleasantries that yep. you exchanged with someone. And but. Like I said, there's just so many people who never really fucking have that, like, like holy shit, what am I saying? Like, I need to have some thoughts and something to say to people. Like, I can't just keep going through life saying, like, how about the local sports team? And you believe what that politician said. So, and, uh, yeah, they don't. So, but I'm, like I said, I'm glad it's there. But you're right, man. You're hanging out with people who can't break out of that, of that shit and that mindset. It's painful. You're, it's you're so, painful. so painful. And there's been so many times to where I'll be talking to somebody and I in the conversation is getting more than just past your basic pleasantries of, hey, how's it going? How you been? That's <laughs> right. it. And then you look at it and then like they ask you the next question and you look in their eyes because they ask you a question that really, like if I was talking to you, would be a more in-depth answer. And I look at this motherfucker and I'm thinking... You realize. Like, no, he doesn't want to hear no. this. No. Like, it... it and so you I've just, had that too. I've gotten like three or four, like into it, a little bit into it, and you realize, like, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, this dude doesn't want to be talking to me right now. Like he, yeah, I, yeah. I misread that. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> right, I, I try to really in those situations, man. I try to operate like George Costanza. 
and end on a high note mm-hmm. and just fucking walk out, drop the mic and walk out. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's already awkward. It's already awkward, so just hit a high note. Hit a high note and bounce. Make it more awkward. Just make it more awkward <laughs> and bounce. That's it. Yeah. That way when you walk away, you hear people like, did he just say that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then just fucking be out of there. Yeah. Don't wait for a rebuttal. Don't wait for anything. Yeah. So you can do that as a delivery guy. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to stick around. I don't around. have to stick around. <laughs> Once you get the signature and you drop shit off. So. Just say something awkward and bounce. No. It's good, man. Yeah. It's good. So I call it the Costanza. Yeah. Hit him with the Costanza and get out of there. That's a good one. That is a good one. If anybody doesn't understand that Seinfeld reference, well, That's, you need to brush up on your old fucking Seinfeld episodes. It's on Netflix, people. Hulu. Who and who is it on Netflix? It's on too? Netflix is too. it Seinfeld on Netflix now? Pretty sure, is maybe. It? All right, maybe speaking out of turn. Hulu, they all get blurry. Man. They all they all get blurry. They get blurry, so it could be. But it's definitely out there, and I would say like, man, like if you're gonna watch fucking television. All right, here we go. Side rant here. <laughs> yes. This is the crazy. That's shit all our podcast is. It's just fucking side rants. You talk to some of these fucking kids today, and they're like, they've never seen Seinfeld, but like. They watch, like, I don't know, the latest Netflix fucking documentary on whatever, and it's, I, I, or, or show or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, there's some classics. I feel like if you're, if you're getting into television, you need to school yourself in some classic television, and then you can watch other shit. But if you're watching other shit, and you haven't schooled yourself in some classic television, man, then, because so much of, like... You miss so much. Like like you said, like Seinfeld. Dude, there's so many fucking Seinfeld references that are just part or or just, you know, shticks that they did that are like common now. And I mean, Cheers is another one. Um, fuck, I'm trying to think. But I mean, there's been a couple where, but Seinfeld's definitely one. Like, <clears throat> it's like, dude, if you don't understand a Costanza or fucking, uh, um, uh, anyways, there's a few others. Skipping my, they're there. I'm going blank on them. Oh yeah, like the yada yada yada. The yada yada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never yada yada sex. Oh. <laughs> yada yada sex. <laughs> I could so, go on for days with Seinfeld yes. references. I, it's I would. I mean, it's a little embarrassing of how many times I've watched old Seinfeld episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, dude. It was so funny. It is so funny. They got yeah, but and I didn't appreciate it when it was on. Like, yeah, I, I didn't ever really watch it while it was on. It wasn't until Syndicate and then like Hulu, Netflix, whatever yeah. it's on, that I really started appreciating. I watched it. I wasn't like super into it. I watched it a little bit. Like I, I remember, like I had been watching it when the finale came out, and like you know, watching the finale and being like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck is this? Like, this is seriously how they're gonna end this?" But What's what's interesting though is when you when you uh, watch it because usually you know when you're watching something like you'll pick a, something like okay I'm watching uh, Seinfeld and you'll just watch the fucking whole thing and you start for like season one episode one and it's like okay this is what I'm watching when I'm like I don't you know whatever we're sitting down to watch something and so it's interesting to watch it in that chronological yeah. order because you didn't always. You know, and, and and that and that close together, like not strung out. So by the time you got to the end, it kind of made a little bit more sense because you realize, like, 
the first episode, the whole thing started with them sitting around having the exact same pointless fucking conversation. And, you know, it made more sense, like, there. But when it was, like, however many years ago, you're watching and you're like, what the fuck is this? And, uh, but anyways, so there you go. You know what I went back and watched an episode of? I, I couldn't make it all the way through. And it was just one of those things I was going to sit down and eat. I was like, oh, let's put something on and entertain myself for the next 10 minutes. Uh, was in the very first episode ever of Married with Children. Oh, dude, yes, <laughs> dude. with Al. Al Bundy. Yeah. Uh, it was bad, dude. I, I love that show. It's still... I love that show, too. It's funny shit, but like the very first episode. Yeah, season kinda, one, episode yeah, one. You gotta dive into like the middle of the second season. I was like, oh, this is brutal. With some of those. This is brutal. Yeah. It was... Yeah, you gotta. You, I think that one you gotta go a few seasons in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call at least a couple seasons in. Yeah, no, they, that one was funny as shit. Oh, dude, what's uh? You ever uh, Lost? Did you watch Lost? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want. Does it hold up? I haven't gone back and watched it at all. Yeah, it does. That's it a good does. Show. That was a goddamn good show. It holds up, and and man, again, that was another one that the ending. You saw it the first time, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yep. And then when you watch it a little bit more condensed, and and the context is a little tighter. You're like, oh, okay. The the ending makes a little bit more sense here. Yeah, see, that was another one I didn't watch until it was streaming available. Oh, okay. When I could just watch episode to episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, thinking back, I, dude, there was no really shows that I made sure. I was like, I, I got to be home at this time, at this day and this time to watch this show. I never... Yeah, I wasn't huge into watching TV, you know, as a kid or even young adult. I just there was nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, I remember my family. We would have like shows as a family, you know, that would be like that we would watch. I don't. I remember Monday Night Raw and Nitro. <laughs> I would be home on Monday nights for those motherfuckers. I mean, that was that was a point. Like, man, when they were in their stride, like that was some entertaining fucking television. So I would I would definitely go out of my way to spend five hours of watching wrestling every Monday night, which is ridiculous when I say it out loud. <laughs> it's too funny. But uh, um, yeah, I, I think that that what's well, funny you say that because I think that Lost was like the last television show, like the way that we kind of thought of it, like before like DVR and streaming shit started to really become more. Uh, common and especially like the dvr like that was a show i remember like the last show i remember um being like okay it's on this time this night and you knew that if you missed it that fuck man you're gonna have to try to catch a replay or something like that and uh it was during watching that show you know the years of watching that show that like the dvr uh thing became more common and and then that just changed everything, cause and but uh, and then yeah, the streaming and all that. But yeah, it's funny, man. We've seen the whole evolution of that shit. So your fucking VCR that you could theoretically tape shows with, if you could figure out how to set the clock. Did you ever do that? I'm sure I did. Yeah, I think I. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I remember trying to tape shows. And I remember it only being successful like 50% of the fucking time. Yeah, it wasn't super successful. <laughs> no, it never was. Or, like, you would use, you know, the preview channel. Like, okay, this show's going to be on this day and time. Right. So you get your goddamn VCR all set up to record. 
and then it's, it definitely recorded something in your palm. And then you go home and hit play, and it wasn't it. They used to get you like that on the DVRs too. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you'd set your DVR yeah. up to record, and the station would change the fucking programming yep. on you, and you'd be all pumped to sit down and watch something, and it would just be some horse shit. Yes. And you would be so, so pissed. pissed. Ah. Throw your remote control across. Checking it again. It's like, but it says this. It says this. this. Motherfucker, you got your snacks set up. You're set down, ready to rock and roll. Oh, dude. And it recorded the wrong fucking thing. God damn it, man. It changed the program. It changed the program, man. It. Oh, yeah. Did you they get your blood boiling? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't have we don't the DVR is not. We watch Sling, but everything else is just so on demand. What's Sling? Is that a streaming service too? Yeah, I mean you can watch like ESPN and uh, History Channel, and so it's is that like you're actually watching TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching live television, commercials and shit. Kind of, yeah. Got commercials. Um, It's interesting. It's not exactly the same as what you'd watch if you were watching like TV, 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 TV. But um, what is it like ten bucks a month or something like that? So yeah, and then it's it's interesting because they'll have on demand movies. So like if you know like during the holiday season, AMC was playing National Lampoon's Va- Christmas Vacation, and so you could actually like go to that channel and then go down and there's like a selection of movies that are kind of like on demand for that channel, and then you know they change based on the their lineup and stuff so it's not bad it's it's kind of a hybrid you know the the, you got some on-demand stuff that comes along with it but you got the live television dude so it's getting so crazy nowadays like everything there's so many different apps and on-demand services and streaming services like to see everything and there's so much content and everything and how many apps you gotta have like Jesus fucking Christ you know like the UFC's done with Fox now yeah they're going to ESPN ESPN. and so and then ESPN has got that ESPN Plus app now I don't know how much it is I haven't looked into it yet but you can get the app it's like if you go on a pay there's paid content on oh, it's app. not like I thought it was going to be like a subscription service. Well, it is, but the app, like, you can get the app, like, the app's free. It's like everything right. else, or fucking free. And then it's just if you want to subscribe to certain uh, things, then you pay extra for it. But yeah, so they're going to have, like, I guess some fights and stuff exclusive yeah. on the ESPN. On that. Thing. So yeah, many ESPN's just trying to make their money. Old Disney. It's, in, it's interesting they got away, they went away from Fox and they're going to ESPN. I don't know, I wonder how that's going to change things. And how they're going to televise things at all? Yeah, just I don't kind know. Of curious. It is because it's definitely a different. Uh, I mean, ESPN's owned by Disney and Hearst Media, so it's a different uh, philosophy, shall we say? Um, so I don't know. We'll see. They done a good job with their boxing shit. I mean, no one complains about them. You know, not so. I know it's not exactly the same, but I think they'll do a good job. They tend to try to put on a good show. So that's my intuition. Speaking of streaming, there's uh, big jiu-jitsu matches this weekend. They already took place because we're recording what, Saturday afternoon here. I think matches went down yesterday. It was the King of the Mats. Big yeah. tournament. Yeah, the Abu Dhabi King of the Mats. Uh, Middleweights. Yeah. It's all in flow grappling. I got to go. I, I started watching a few matches, but there's some good fucking matches, dude. Huh. So it's worth, it's worth checking out. Yeah. I have to let you bogart my full yeah. grappling login and password. Did you uh, <clears throat> see the, the 
the smack talking going on between Andre Gavao and Gordon Ryan. I, I haven't seen. I, I saw a little clip that they got some big match coming up. Like there's like a hundred grand on the line. Or well, no, nah, yeah. It's just I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I Is that, see, did I see that right? Was it ten grand? I saw a lot of zeros. There's a lot of zeros. It's supposed to be a hundred k. So yeah, Gordon just started coming. I don't know exactly what happened, but Gordon basically came out firing, saying, "Man, I'll take you on any." Any rule set you want, you know, I'll put up 50K of my own money. Eventually got bumped up to like 100K. And, uh, um, yeah, he's basically just calling Gavao out, seeing if he can get him to get him to super fight him. Fuck yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, Gavao's, he's not backpedaling. I mean, that's definitely not the right word, but he's, uh, you know, he's in an interesting position because, like, he's a, um, well-established name and you know it's like I don't know you don't want to just I, I think he'll end up doing it but you don't want to there, there, I think there's just an element of like motherfucker like I'm wondering about like I'm gonna talk some shit first and and you know maybe I will maybe I won't kind of thing because I don't have to if I don't want to and uh, but yeah they, they haven't just signed off on it but I don't know. There was a meme where they were like, you know, that like shows up for free to, you know, IBJJF uh, events and, and, you know, he's got Cabal's face on some dude who's all excited and then like offered 100K to fight Gordon Ryan and dude's like <laughs> running off or something like that. So it'd be a good match. It would be a good match, man. Yeah, I mean, Gordon Ryan against anybody's a good match. And he's calling, dude, I respect the fact that he's calling out monsters. You yeah, know, and he handled he's handled all these super high level guys no fucking problem because he's no physical slouch and his jiu jitsu is good. Fuck it, man. You know, and he's trying to make a name for himself and he wants to put fifty G's of his own money online. Yeah, and he can get some of these old dogs to you know pony up the money and come at him. Yeah, it's good for us spectators. No, I like I, you know the more I I look at it and the more I think about it, the more. Like he, it's a calculated thing, man. Yep. I kind of, I sometimes I have to like. It makes me like a little bit like doesn't always necessarily line up with exactly how I would handle everything. But I like what he's doing, man. He's getting eyeballs on the sport. He's getting people excited. He's he's you know trying to stir things up. And I mean, if he wasn't, then what would be going on? You know, and just be business as usual. So yeah, I feel the same way that. There's definitely some things he does and says that's a little cringeworthy. It's like, ugh, you know, like that stupid instruction we put out that we had yeah. in the episode dogged. You know, there's, so there's certain things like that. But all in all, like he talks shit and he backs it up. Yeah. Fucker's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's... You can't deny it. Can't deny it. I mean, yeah. it's... I feel like there's... It's like, you know, with with... There's good and bad with it, right? So he's doing the Conor McGregor thing. I mean, obviously, that's. I think that's kind of the what, what, what you would Listen, call that these days. Yeah, and he's not taking it quite as far as Conor, which I respect. I mean, he's still, he's I just respect. talking. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not, I don't spend any time on social media and shit, so I don't see all the shit talking that he's doing. Yeah. So I don't know. But from what I've seen, it's not, I mean, he is doing that to a certain extent. But not not quite to that level. Is that well? Fair? Is that fair or no? Kind of. But see, the thing is, though, is it's like I think like with Connor, it, it gets escalated. See, this is the the bad part of it is 
Like I, th- I feel like he's 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 ven- he's trying to to venture into uncharted territory, right? As far as like talking trash and and, and you know doing what he's doing, um, we, you know it's not something that I'm you know remember people uh, doing, and that's why it's causing so much controversy in in the sport. So he's trying to, and same thing that happened with Connor. It's like kind of treading this unknown territory, but the problem is, is there is too far. Yeah. Like you can't go too far into this unknown territory. And, you know, I think Connor demonstrated that with the Khabib fight. And so I'm hoping, but I feel like that's kind of what's going to end up happening is like somebody's going to have to find out how far too far is. Uh, and you know, unfortunately he's the one out there blazing the, the territory. So, um, I, you know, I just, I feel like there's probably going to be that, that, that moment might happen, but right now, man, I'm, I'm like, yeah, dude, call him out, talk your shit, do your thing. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's, he's at the current moment. Yeah. He's definitely being more, he's not like talking shit about people's countries and religions and he, you know, he just, it seems to be like good, more like good, uh, Good healthy shit talking. Yeah, and he's he's really just trying to goad people. It's not insulting. No, no, and he's he's just trying to goad people just enough to get him to do you know do a match with him and yeah. maybe get in get in their head. head a little bit, get like him pissed he, off, like he did the cyborg. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, dude, I'm a huge cyborg fan. Yeah, dude, he's a super nice guy. I mean, we met him. Yep, trained with him. Just yeah, jiu-jitsu is fucking awesome. Really you know, nice, normal, down to earth guy. Yeah. But he let fucking Gordon Ryan get into his head. Yeah. And, and and so that's that's part of his game too. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's trying to get into your head, and if he can do that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Connor thing he's trying to do yeah. too is getting people's heads. Getting people's head. Get mad. Because some well, I mean, and that could backfire. Some people fucks him up. Like angry jujitsu doesn't work for him. But there's other people out there that angry jujitsu is their fuel. <clears throat> right, you run into your Nick Diaz character that's yeah. like, oh, oh, oh yes, okay. this is what I need. Yeah, you know, there, there, there's there's dudes out there like that, and everybody's just psychologically a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just no man, it's, I dig it. Like like I said, yeah. his jiu-jitsu is good. And it's fun to watch. It is, man. I mean, Somebody's gonna solve the puzzle. I mean, he's he's lost yeah. some matches against some high level dudes, but yeah. he's you know, all in all, like, if you're, look, I'd have to look at his whole record, but he's. Recently, man, he's been tearing everybody, tearing everybody up. up. I don't know when the last time he lost recently was. So and I like him too, man, because he's about submissions. Yeah, like it's there's it's not point jujitsu. He will beat you on. Points. And he doesn't give a fuck what rule set. He's like, no. okay, I can't do heel hooks. I can't. Oh, I won't even touch your legs. Yeah, I'm gonna take your back and strangle you. Yeah, it doesn't what, matter. What, what rule sets you want? He's got so yeah. many different ways to fucking simulated kill you yeah. that it doesn't matter. And that's. Yeah, that's what I really like about him is it's, you know, because a lot of those, um, now I'll just say it, man, a lot of the competition guys are, can be a little boring because they're playing points. They're playing the sport, exactly. They're playing the sport, and it's, and, and that's, you know, neither good nor bad, it just is what it is, but, man, it can make for some less than exciting jujitsu when you can tell that nobody's going for the kill. Like, everybody's just trying to get points and, and stabilize and secure position, and, and they're not you know, go open it up and going for the kill. So like, man, I love that. I mean, we talk about that all the time. Like that's how we play. Like fuck points, points or no points. You're going down, you know, like that's it. So I respect that, that mindset. So there's a lot, man. I, yeah. I, I like the dude. He's, he's doing a, a lot of good stuff for the sport. And when we talk for, it's like, say what you will, man. He really kind of made me rethink some of the, the, 
benefits of hypertrophy training and bodybuilding training and shit for uh, for jujitsu. I continue to think about that shit, man. Yeah, that's really, you know, it's funny. Is I was actually going to bring, I had a question for you about training. I mean, I had my own thoughts on it, but I think it'd be good for us to talk about and for people to, to hear. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we've always dogged. Like, I fell into that camp. I was a functional training guy. Uh, you know, balls deep. For sure. Know, kettlebells, yes. bases, sandbags. And, oh, you know, I don't do fucking curls. Curls or, Bench like press, sit-ups. Bullshit. Yeah, bench I, press. I'm, if you're laying on your back, you already fucked up. Yeah, I'm functional. I'm doing functional training. I don't do that fucking shit. You know, and I did, man. I subscribed to that, and I would argue for it. But if you really think about it, like we said, man, like if you really think about it, like our jiu-jitsu is functional training. And so we don't necessarily need our physical training you know, to be functional training all the time yeah you know if you were to do a bodybuilding style workout but you're also doing jiu-jitsu is it really that bad yeah i can see where no it's not you know i've changed my gears i like probably if you go back 20 episodes and you were to ask me that i probably completely contradicted myself but the more i think about it like man it's not no man because think of all the different angles and shit you're doing when you're wrestling hard with somebody and then, yeah, to go do a bodybuilding routine, like, you're almost a little more well-rounded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've definitely, I've thought about it quite a bit. I'm like, huh. And I'm, like, and I get into arguments with myself, like, why am I, because like, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice. Like, no, there's, I'm, there's a flaw here and I got to find it. And then I think about it and I think about it, I'm like, I can see it, man. Yeah. Like, I can see it too. Even when we were just dogging <clears throat> the fuck out of his instruction, like, I, you know, I, I guess I'm. Kind of, I'm kind of thinking a little bit that I stuck my foot in my mouth a little bit because now that I look at it, I really think about it some more. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Well, like I, I said though, with the instructional, it really wasn't the instructional. It was the fucking claims that yeah. he was making that were like, come on, come dude. on, dude. You're making 1980s Joe Weider blush. Like, right. come on. I've, anyways, you can go back and listen. It worked out to like, it, it was ridiculous. Right. It was right. fucking ridiculous. The claims. But it was, but at the end, of like, I don't know, I remember making that point. It's like, say what you will, he did the work. That's what he did. He followed that workout and he, his fucking jujitsu continued to get better and he put on weight and whether, you know, how much of it was enhanced by whatever it, uh, yeah, there was something there. Really, like, it, it made me rethink. It's like everything that we know, he should be, if he's training like this, you know, I'm watching his Instagram and you're just like, oh, I'm throwing up in my mouth a little bit here, bro. Like, <laughs> this guy's doing curls and, like, he's working out. He said he did fucking arms and back day today. Like, what the hell? And, but then it's like, what is going on here? Like, he's not turning into an unfunctional mess right so what's going on but one of the things i I was thinking about too is if you think about the uh like the original muscle beach like the old school bodybuilders like again like joe weeder just bring his name up again like that guy you know what we think of as bodybuilding was really created by him like before that bodybuilding went hand in hand with athleticism they would often hold bodybuilding and Olympic lifting competitions at the same time. And oftentimes the guys would compete in both. And that was like one of the things, like the old school, uh, you know, Muscle Beach in Venice. It's like the one there now is, is the new one. That wasn't the original one. The original one, that's when you see the pictures of like, 
you know, the old school dudes and they're doing like gymnastic handstands and like holding girls in one hand and all that shit. Like that was from that era. So and those guys, but they did, they did, they trained like bodybuilders. They did hypertrophy work, but they, they also did this gymnastic work and they, you know, trained like Olympic lifters. So, you know, it wasn't, it was when they got rid of those other elements and all they did was the hypertrophy work that the shit started to go haywire and things started to go wrong. But it wasn't that the hypertrophy work was wrong and they shouldn't have been doing it. And so like, I'm thinking now like, man, some hypertrophy work, some ramping isometrics, because I think ramping isometrics are the perfect answer to, cause like what, when you say like functional, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're putting on mass that's quote unquote functional, right? Like that's the thing you don't want to, when we think of bodybuilders, we think of like, oh, well, they're just like pumped up. They've got this mass, but it's not functional. Like they can't really, they're not as strong as they look. They can't really use it as effectively as, as they look. It's the whole like, looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Like that, that's what, when we're making fun of bodybuilding, really what we're talking about. And I think the isometrics are great because Okay, as I'm adding, you know, muscle mass, I supplement the isometric workout. So now whatever mass that I'm putting on is being introduced right away to creating tension. So there's not this like put on mass and then I've got to go through a strength phase to turn it into like, you know, more functional mass, whatever you want to call it. Like so and then you do your jujitsu, which is your your, you know, your functional training where you're getting all these movements and this is where you're actually applying this stuff to. But yeah, man, a good little dose of some hypertrophy training, some ramping isometrics and jujitsu is like not necessarily a bad thing. And I mean, really that was one of the things that, you know, Steve talked about a bunch, uh, old Maxwell was as you get older, you're going to lose muscle mass and doing things to maintain that muscle mass becomes really your number one fight as you get older and so hypertrophy training becomes really more and more important for you as you get older and so i remember dan john he's talked about that a bunch too that like you're as you get older hypertrophy training becomes more important because that that muscle mass wants to go away at a certain point you can't stop it i forget what the medical term is but at a certain age your body just naturally wants to start losing muscle mass and so that's why I like the whole weight cutting thing. Like, man, it fucks with you the more, the older you get, like the, the less of that weight. We've talked about this too. The less of the weight that comes back on is muscle and the more of it is fat because your body just doesn't put that muscle on, especially if you're not doing hypertrophy training. Like if you're not doing training to stimulate your body to put on muscle in some way, then like what the fuck's it going to do? So... I'm up to 173, by the way. Are you? I am. Counting calories yet? Nope. Nope. Counting Oreos. <laughs> hey, you're eating <laughs> more. You know, that, that was, this is a really good transition, because this is what I was going to bring up with you today. Um, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, to, you know, to at least to a certain extent. Like, I think, and what got me thinking about this is, you know, you going into this, you know, quote unquote bulking phase, or, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Is how important it is for people to, to change up their training stimuluses. And when I say, uh, I say that with a caveat, like you don't want to, and I, I've made, I'm speaking from experience. I've made this, this mistake. I was this guy for a long time. 
to where I was all I was changing them up too frequently. Like, oh, I gotta shock the muscles, you know. Like, I'll, I'll, so one day I'm gonna go in and do heavy lifts. Next day I'm gonna go in and do light weights, lots of reps. Next day I'm gonna go in and do functional shit. You know, like, I, I would change it up constantly. Yeah. Shock the system. Shock the system. You know, muscle confusion. All muscle these, confusion. You remember, remember all these fucking Tony orders. Horton, baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's fucking wrong. It, 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 if you if you're gonna have a strength phase, you know, like a power lifting style phase, like you should stay in in that, you know, what four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, yeah. so, something. Pick, pick a time frame, but stay in that mode of training for a good chunk of time, not on a daily basis. Change it up, and then the, okay, then the next six weeks, do bodybuilding style shit, you know, and stay in it. Every workout is basically in it. I'm never saying like. Forgo jiu-jitsu and mobility. I think those right. have to always be there. You know, jiu-jitsu and mobility are a staple. But as far as weightlifting, so to speak, I mean, I think it's really important for people to understand that it's so good to go through those different... Yeah, those blocks. Blocks or genres of training, yeah. you know, if you want to say it like that. And don't jump around too often, but don't stay in something too long either. you got to kind of find that sweet spot. Yeah. I think it's really important for people to, especially as you get older, too. Yeah. To adopt those kind of things. Yeah. No, the, uh, the there's the science has definitely shown that the like four to six week mark um, for most people is that like that's you're you got to train long enough to give your body a chance to adapt to what you're trying to get it to do. Because we've talked about this before. Like really, all training is is you're just you're you're setting off these these triggers you know these genes to express themselves and different hormones and things turn on and and different training stimulus so going for a a, a jog is going to trip different genes and, and get the body in a different condition than doing heavy weightlifting will and so it's uh um you know fuck what the fuck's i talking about last month train thought what are you talking about training training <laughs> you were you were getting into uh, God damn it! Period periodization of your training because your body's yeah yeah adapt. no that's right yeah your body needs long enough to adapt that, to what you're doing to that's yeah. right yeah yeah so you know if you're just switching up all the time then your body doesn't get long enough to adapt to it but if you do it too long then your body uh it gets so used to it you get nothing from it and so that's the there's the two extremes there's a person who goes to the fucking gym and does three sets of 10 on the uh the nautilus machine circuit um every week for 10 years and then there's the person who just goes in and does something completely different all the time and and neither one's best it's finding that middle ground but that's the the problem with training is so much of it is uh two things one too much information and we try to entertain ourselves man yep. <clears throat> and that's really the problem that's a camp i fall into a lot of times yeah because i'll be all going home like all right i'm gonna get into you know a heavier lifting phase and i'll do that for like two weeks yeah i'm, like, eh, I'm bored right Let's yeah you know then i do something else yep. that's i i i fuck that up quite a bit or you get bored of the exercises yep. you're doing yeah so you start switching them up and yeah. Dude, we are our own worst enemy yeah. with that. Like, it, it is so true that, like, it, it, having too much selection is no good. And I think that that's where a lot of us fall in right now. Because, 
dude, you're always looking and you're like, oh, dude, that exercise looks cool. Yeah. Oh, I should be doing that. Oh, fuck, I'm not training that movement pattern or whatever it is. And so you're always, it's that fear of missing out. That's where, that's where it gets me a lot is the fear of missing out. Like, fuck, I'm not doing that enough. So I got to incorporate that. And then I'll be incorporating that for a few days or a week. And then I say, oh, fuck, I'm not doing this enough. Right. God damn you it. You don't incorporate anything yeah. long enough to actually get no. any benefits from it. <laughs> dude, I do that all the time. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Dude, I've been loving this work I've been doing. It's been, I've been really loving it. It's three fucking exercises. I go in. I got three exercises that I do. That's it. And, you know, I got my little, I do like a steel mace and glute circuit at the end. But... You know, I just go in, I got my three exercises, bang them out, and uh, do a bunch of sets of each one, and that's it. No thinking, no worrying about if I'm training my lateral fucking lunge or whatever, you know, it's just get in there, move some heavy weights, and get out, and and, uh, so... But yeah, it's kind of a a simpler time, man. It's It's reminding me of simpler times. So, and I, I think that's important to talk about too. And I, that's how I really like to structure it is the benefit of really just simplifying it. Like, so, pick whatever mode you're going to be in for that six weeks and write a workout out and make it fucking simple. You know, if you're going to, if you plan on, depending on how much you roll and how much time, how many days a week you're going to spend to, you know, weight training. But, get, okay, say you're going to spend three days to it. So you write out the exercises you're going to do, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then that's what I usually do. And then I always have, like, a 15-minute warm-up, you know, that I, that I say I do. And that's where I leave myself a little bit of wiggle room and playroom. If I want to play with the maces and, yeah. you know, clubs or whatever it is, I kinda, I'll incorporate that into my warm-up. Just because it's fun. It's exercising. It gets everything going. Yeah. But then the bulk of my workout is in those, you know, three, four, five moves. And those those don't those don't change, but I, I I do that and to keep myself from getting bored, I give myself that little warm up window to like oh let's fuck with this move let's, you know let's do yeah. this and then, that way I kind of negate myself feeling like I'm missing out on something yeah and I do that to gain myself you know because I have to gain my own brain because I do if I if I just if I stick too much to one little style then I always feel like I'm missing out on something so I give myself a little. Yeah, wiggle, wiggle room, so to speak, and yeah. and warming up. But yeah, man, just getting it wrote down, and just that way, when you when it's time to train, you pull out your fucking notebook or whatever it is, or if it's hanging on the, I usually hang it on the wall in my garage. I put a push pin in there. That's the fucking workout I'm doing, I, and I'll have it broke down in days. Oh, today's Tuesday. Boom, that's it's there. Yeah, it's there. I don't think about it. I don't question it. I already I already spent the time thinking about it. I wrote the motherfucker down. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I don't let myself argue with it. Like, nope, that's it. I'm doing that. Boom, I'm done. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's important for people to... Having a plan, man. That plan is... Plan is big. That is, it is. It's like having a, uh, having a program and, you know, having a plan that you're following is so important because just... So going in the gym and trying to figure out like what you're going to do that day or like, you know, dicking around on the internet to find a workout to do, uh, later that day. Like that's, that's not, that's not the way to do it. And I've been guilty of it. I've definitely gone, you know, if you work out long enough, you're going to go through phases. This is how you realize like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I'm, this is fun, but I'm kind of spinning my wheels here a little bit. Like I'm not really accomplishing anything. I'm just maintaining a lot. And, uh, but yeah, man, you gotta you gotta freaking focus on some 
on what you're going to do. I mean, in, in its most basic sense, the, the idea, um, can get super complicated, right? People use words like periodization. All periodization means is having a plan. Mm-hmm. Like really, it's like you have a plan. Like you, you, you understand, like, I'm going to spend a period of time working on this. And then I'm going to spend a period of time working on this and a period of time working on this. And it should have some sort of logical sequence to it. You should be able to look at it and say, well, this is why I'm doing this. And this leads me to this. And this leads me to this. And that's where people start sounding all super smart and start, you know, periodization. It's this big, complicated thing. It's like, no, 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 it's just a plan. And you can break it down. The simplest one is uh, what they call accumulation and intensification. Basically, like higher volume, lighter weight, heavier weight lower volume so you know doing like three sets of ten for four weeks and then doing like a classic strength phase of like five by five or something like that um but you know another way to look at it is counting your reps like this is another good rule of thumb that i uh, man i've used this one forever uh is how many reps you're doing of the the movement pattern um will give you a good idea of kind of what you're going to get out of it, right? So if you're doing 15 reps or less of of a movement pattern, whether it's all the same exercise or a couple exercises, but, you know, if you're doing a bunch of singles, to do 15 reps or less, like, you know, you're doing like five reps or less, triples, singles, odds are you're going to be moving weight, and, and that's a strength kind of focus. And then if you're doing 30 reps or more, then odds are that's more of an accumulation, you know, hypertrophy type focus. And then like that sweet spot is like 25 reps somewhere in there. And that's where like your five sets of five. That's why that's such a classic set and rep scheme. And you see that with power lifters and you see that with bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. Both of them will, will, will use that. And that's because you're, that's a good middle ground where you're building strength and you're also giving some hypertrophy. And so, you know, counting your, your total reps that you're doing and so like spending a phase where you know like okay I'm wanting to accumulate 30 reps or more on the movement pattern and then you're spending a phase where you're like okay I want to keep my reps at 20 or less per workout so it doesn't have to be fucking rocket science man it can be just as simple as that but yeah you got to spend enough time doing something to let your body adapt to it and I mean, that's the problem that people run into with jujitsu too, right? Like we've talked about that before too. Like, dude, if you're going to work on your fucking back takes and your, your shit, your, your, from, you know, your attacks from the back, like you can't just spend a week or two on it. Like you got to dedicate, you know, four weeks, six weeks, like months to like, this is, I'm drilling this. Like when I'm rolling, I'm going after this and you know, you don't have that focus. Same thing, man. You're just like spinning your wheels, maintaining a lot of shit, but not really getting anywhere. So jiu-jitsu and training it's all the same thing it's so, all the same thing all plan the same thing you got a plan have a plan <clears throat> have a plan get the fuck off instagram stop looking at all the new shit that you you sh- think you should be doing and because uh, that's the worst man it's just it's too much information yeah and you know that's part of the reason the power of having a program like i, I mean I, I basically made a living like literally made a living out of helping people get in better shape through telling them what to do. I give them a program and you know, whether it was when they were training with me in my facility or my online programs or whatever it is. And the thing is, is, you know, is there anything in there that they couldn't have learned themselves? No. I mean, I'm not like, there's no exercises or set and rep schemes or anything that I've, that are secret that I've found and and other people don't know. 
Man, a lot of it is like, I forget who said it. I originally read it, but like there's a lot of power in because coach said so. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that workout? Because coach said so. It takes your thinking out of it, man. Like, so like investing in a program is really probably one of the best things that you can do for your success in, in working out. Because, man, even if you only follow like the first you know, month or two of it. And then you're like, oh, fuck this. And you're looking for something else. Like, you know, spending a couple months where you're like, I'm just going to trust this guy. Coach says to do this. So I'm going to do this. And it's not, it's not in my hands. I take it out of my hands, but man, there's a lot of power in that. I mean, you see that with athletes, like the, like, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Jesus. But he really believes in his coach. He believes in what he's doing. It's really going to help him. And, uh, then you see athletes that are doing the right shit, but they got a bad attitude about it. And, doesn't really work so and yeah having that that power of t- someone kind of telling you what to do helps so if you struggle with it like you know look into and consider like that's one of the sad things i think with the the internet is that it's really um how to put this like really devalued uh workouts and programs um and and fitness information because there's so much free stuff out there that people just think that it has no value. Like, why why am I gonna pay for an exercise video when I can go to YouTube and fucking get 50 of them for free? Why am I gonna pay for a workout when I can, you know, go do, get a free one on the internet or whatever? And so, but the problem is, is that a lot of that shit is worth exactly that. I mean, what are people paying for this podcast, right? <laughs> So, but it, uh, <laughs> we offer full refunds, right? Exactly. We do. <laughs> we do. And you can get a full refund on that fucking workout that you got off, you know, that free workout. So like supporting people who, who are, are, I'm not even saying, you know, like there, there's a lot of great trainers and, and people that share information, in a lot of different genres. And so, you know, finding out who they are and supporting them, um, is good. But yeah, I think pe- not enough people follow programs, man. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. People get bored too fast. They're <clears throat> jumping on whatever's popular and hot. Workout the time. Day. Yeah, yeah. Got all these workout of the day sites and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, you should have a workout of the month. What are you gonna do this month? Yep. Okay, good. That, that's a good place to start for people. You know, it, you know, after listening to this, man, like make that your goal this week and sit down and write down what you're gonna do for the next fucking four weeks. Just write it down. And, and it can be super simple, man. Simple. Super simple. Push, pull. Push, pull, hinge, squat, squat hinge, bridge. bridge. Keep it there. And keep it there. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's that's all you need to write Pick down. One exercise Pick one exercise for each. Yep. Simple as that. Simple as that. And that's what you're gonna do. And Throw a little warm up. Do I wanna get stronger or do I wanna like do a little volume training? Yep. And so you're gonna, and that'll just adjust your your rep scheme and your weight appropriately. And that's it. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. And just write it down and fucking just stick to it. And that makes it nice, man. That way when you're short on time, you're in a little bit of a rush, zero thought has to go into what you're going to do. Yeah. You pull out that list, boom. There it is. And that's it what is. the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And four, I think four weeks is a good place for people to start. You know, and, yeah. And that'll keep you from getting bored too. Yeah. You know, it's, four weeks is, is good. Yeah. I mean, six weeks is kind of stringing it out a little right. bit. But uh, for most people, that four-week mark. Right. About it, you know, two weeks is a little quick. Most people can't really adapt right in two weeks, but uh, yeah, so I like it, yeah. 
I'm gonna have to fucking go get my kids and tell them to chill get out. Get more rowdy out there, huh? I don't know what's going on here. We're gonna yell at some kids live on the fucking yeah. podcast. Yo, I don't know what's going on out here, but it's getting out of hand. Dial it back. <laughs> Turn on some lights out here, like <laughs> Jesus Christ, bunch of heathens. <laughs> There you go. Parenting. Parenting 101 by Grumpy Guy. Yes. God. The 13-year-old is in charge. So I told her, I'm like, I don't need you to be so involved that you cause problems, but I don't need you to be so not involved that you cause problems. (laughs) Extremes are no good. So I look out there, and she's just in the big middle of the scene. So (laughs) Let the problems ensue. The problems are ensuing. So, no, it's funny. Siblings can't help it. No. So... It's, uh, but anyway, so yeah, get a plan, get a plan, get a fucking plan. So there you go. Um, yeah. Any other, no, did you have big, any other questions? On no, that, that was, that was the big thing I wanted to touch on. Yeah. It got me thinking when you were bringing, when you, you just, that thing was after last week's episode, I started thinking about that. I was like, Oh, you know, that'd be a good thing to talk about is making sure people understand how important that is. Yeah. Dude, I, I am that guy who fell into it. It would I change it up constantly, and I still find myself doing that sometimes, man, just because I'm a fucking idiot, yeah. and I know better. Yeah. But I always have that fear of missing out on something. Oh fuck, I didn't do enough push-ups today, or you know, or yeah. something, something. Yeah, there's always some little voice that creeps into my head that tells me I'm not doing enough of something. Or like, yeah, and and it's, you, just, you know, it's almost like the curse of knowledge, like you know too much. Yeah. So and you're too smart, you know, like you know, like okay, I got a little system here, like I can. Because the thing is, you, you and I both know, like, we could walk in and take a quick assessment of what equipment we have access to and put together a pretty good little workout pretty, pretty quickly. Yep. And, and, and it would be a good workout. We've got good systems. We understand enough. But that becomes the curse, too, because we can walk out there and take a look at, like, okay, what do I want to play with today? Let me put together a workout. And But, yeah, you, you do that all the time. And, yeah, it just doesn't. Then you're just spinning your fucking yeah. tires. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's been good, man. I've been doing my uh, deadlifts with those angles 90. I'm going to have to have you try a few reps with it. I'll, I don't know that I'll do deadlifts on a bar again. They're fucking pretty slick. Because hmm. I figured out. Here's what I figured out. Because like, the trap bar, right? What's your feelings on the trap bar? I haven't used one in a long time. I don't have strong feelings either way. It's, it's not a bad piece of equipment. Yeah. I think it's... It is a different move than a regular barbell deadlift. Yeah. And for someone whose mobility sucks, they can't get into a proper deadlift. Maybe it's a little safer option for that. I guess that's about the extent of my opinion on it. Yeah. So, so I always assume, so people who like to use the trap bar deadlift, uh, and they say it's a safer option than a regular uh, deadlift. It's easier to teach well, people. Only if you don't have... Proper mobility to get right. So basically, because you can squat it, because you can squat yeah, yeah. So, it's, so a, it's a different move. Yeah, if you're really. in a situation, well, it doesn't have to be. No, you can recreate the exact same movement pattern that you do with a barbell, but you don't have to. And then right. that's where that's what. And, and so if you're like in a team situation, so there's so I always thought that the reason that the trap bar deadlift that people liked it and it was quote unquote safer was. Because it let you squat the deadlift. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always heard people talk about that it's like, well, the, you feel like you're inside the weight. 
Like the weight's not in front of you. You're, you're inside the weight. And I never really like thought about much about that. And then I did it with the, the deadlift with the angles 90. And at the top, because I can rotate my hands and pull it to the, the side, basically where like the handles for the trap bar would be, I realized that like, oh, there's something here. Like what, like at the top, you know, if you think about it, and again, I'm doing a visual demonstration on a podcast, you got the bar in front of you here, right? And so you're, you're you know, shoulders are rounded forward. A lot of the problems we talk about with the kettlebell swinger here. As soon as you get your hands to this position here, your shoulders lock in and look what happens to the weight. Like now it's more lined up with your midline. And so now instead of the weight being in front of you, because if it's in front of me, you're going to have to compensate somehow, right? And then the way that you're going to compensate is with the low back or, or leaning back or some of these other things. You got to be so super conscientious to not do that. And so, but once you get, let your, your hands go to that neutral position and you get inside the weight, now the weight's compressing straight down and you're not having to compensate with, with the low back. But I like the bar because the bar in front of you forces you to do a hinge. Because if you squat it, you're going to rip your shins to pieces. You, so it, it has the best of both worlds. You've got the bar in front of you at the bottom, so you have to hinge to do it. But as you get to the top, you're able to rotate your hands and pull, the, pull your hands back so the weight is more lined up with the center and you're not fighting that, that forward lean, having a lean back uh, thing. And man, you can really feel the difference at the top of the deadlift and during your deadlifts. It's, uh, it's pretty cool, man. So like I said, like I'm, like I don't know that I'm doing, I mean, you know, if that's all I have access to, but in my gym, it's like, dude, why would I use a barbell again? Like, and if you think about it, remember our strength stones that we had on the mace runs? Mm-hmm. You pick those up like this. Like if you're going to pick up something heavy, you don't pick it up, but you don't you pick it up like you grab a barbell. No, no your hands do not end in that, that position at the top. Like, yeah, you're grabbing it and your hands are going to be in that neutral position and so it's way more natural like a you know again i'm not trying to you we just barbells were literally created to sell fitness programs because they were trying to sell fitness to a sedentary sedentary society and so they created like that's what barbells you know in a lot of the stuff that we think of them being used for was uh um was that man like the selectorized barbell so it wasn't necessarily from like a functional training standpoint, but so there you go. Well, let's try a rep or two. I've tried. Yeah, yeah. You got to get you a pair. I'm surprised you haven't ordered a pair yet. Well, I have, um, I think there's a company called Goku Grip, like yeah. G-O-K-U Grip. Mm-hmm. So I got these thick ass wood dowels oh, yeah. that I hang from my pull-up bar. Sweet. And they're slippery. So you got to crush the shit out of them. And it, you, when you do, and I got them hanging from... A couple of uh, like mountain climbing carabiners and straps. Yeah, so they twist. They, they twist and that's rotate. What you just want. And so you, I, gra- I can grab the shit out of those, yeah. and I do put a lot of pull ups on those. Yeah. Um, it's you know it works. To, it really works to grip. I also have, I bought those a long time ago, and from the same company, uh, wood some wood balls. Okay. So you got to like grab the wood yeah. balls and do. So it's a little, the dowels are real big, and you can, you can just kind of clash your fingers around them. And the wood balls are really big. Yeah. And so it's fucking you got to really squeeze the shit out of those. Huh. So I do a lot of pull ups on those. So it's, it's the same. Similar. Similar. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I change up the way I do pull ups, man. I got a pull up bar at home. I do it with those wood dowels and the wood balls. I do regular pull ups, chin ups. I got a rope. 
at home, and I, you know, so I'll do pull-ups on my rope. Uh, fuck, I'll do my nail. I got no gi top. I have slung over the pull-up bar. Yeah. That I had, you know, used grab the lapels on there. I, I change it up all the time. Yeah, man. I do. I do a shit ton of pull-ups. Yeah. And I, I, I change up all the time how I, I do them. Yeah. Just for the fuck of it. Well, I told you, man, these things have given me my pull-ups back, so I can do them pain-free because I can get that full, like, range of motion and as I'm doing. I almost think now as I'm doing my rows and my pull-ups and stuff, it's like they're being driven by my hand rotation. It's like I'm really, really trying to maximize rotating my hands and, like, you know, focusing on that um, has been uh, has been interesting, but you can feel feel the drive that comes from that. And then I'm watching people like my uh, you know like the guy I work out with, and you can tell when you're when you're driving your row from just like pulling your elbow back and your hands almost this kind of like neutral thing, not really involved in the movement. It's just holding the weight, and uh, so anyways. I think that that hand rotation is really, really, really important and key because it's not supernatural on your elbows to just be locked and not being able to rotate as you're moving and pulling and stuff. So, And how often in jiu-jitsu, when you're pulling on somebody's sleeve or pant leg, are you not rotating as you pull it? You have to, 100% you're, 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 you're almost always are. Yeah. You know, it's very rare. It's just a linear yeah. pull. If Even if you're strong enough or, or catch them with that pull working, like, as soon as they pull back, you're going to okay. lose it. The only way to lock locking your, elbow lock your, your pull in and your elbow into your side is to get that rotation Same going. thing. You know, you're playing spider guard. You got that yeah. sleeve. You're trying to get that elbow Rota- down dude, to your side. So you much rotate, of it. boom, and down yep. to your side. And, lock, and the tighter your elbow is to your side, yep. stronger your grip is. Well, the opposite, too, is you extend, right? Like, yep. if, you're, if you're, you're passing the guard and you're punching their leg through, like, you got to rotate the hand the other way. Yep. And I see a lot of people who don't, do that they don't rotate their hand and lock their elbow in they just they push and then it's the same thing even if you get it down there as soon as they you know resist or, or come back you can't hold it because you haven't like fully rotated your your hand and locked your elbow into place so yeah that hand rotation is is really key for for jujitsu so that's why i love dude yeah that, that fucking training tool is awesome man i wish them the best of luck Hopefully they learn how to market themselves better. So they got a great training tool. I don't think they understand exactly what they have on their hands. So sweet. Yeah, man. Talk about being a sponsor of the Grumpy Guy. Talk about Empire here and maybe yeah. get some free shit. Maybe. Alaska. We'll All they can do is ignore us. <laughs> That's right. Remember the the opposite of love is not hate. It's uh, indifference. So. Helps that love is indifference, yeah. not hate. Because yeah. hate's still an emotion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you still have an emotional reaction. It's like, like the worst thing that you could do is just be like, I don't know. Ostracize just, somebody. Oh, yeah, you're just indifferent. I don't, indifferent. Even, I don't give a fuck. Like, you're not even worth my time you're to not hate. Even, you're not even worth me disliking. You're not even worth my time to dislike. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's fucked up to think about, but yeah. true. You never heard that before? I have. Yeah. Never thought about I've it. I've had to think about it to like, yeah. go like, oh yeah, that is true. That is true. Like, because you have to at least like, to hate somebody still letting them have some sort of mind space. Like, when you're indifferent. You don't let, you yeah, know, if you fuck. don't let somebody rent any sort of mind yeah. space. It's like that dude that comes across the chick that he's all hot for, and it's not like she's like, oh God, what is your deal? She's like, who are you again? 
What was your name? We've met before. We've met. Oh, you sat behind me in class. What? I mean, that's like the most that fucking. <laughs> in some ways, that's fucking way more that's, devastating that's than way like. Worse. Oh, you're a smelly American boy. I don't like you. <laughs> Man, I think we're getting some memories coming back from James' days. <laughs> you know, I have had that told me once or twice. Smelly American boy. You don't just shoot that one. That one just doesn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. That's too funny. That is funny, man. That is funny. So, all right. One last. I got one more subject we're going to talk about. Fucking A. The, uh, some slump buster tips. Like fucking a fatty? Yes. <laughs> the slump buster we're talking about this yes. podcast? Yes. Oh, man. No. Slump buster. No, 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 no you man. You lower your standards enough, you can break out of that slump. You that can. That is the best key. Best answer I can give you. I was gonna give put it more in like a jujitsu context. Oh, oh that's like, what we're, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So tender fatties. No. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I thought this was where this was going. You say slump buster, man. I figured well. This is like me with my sneaky American boys comment. This is like this is coming from somewhere. <laughs> this is coming. This just come out of nowhere. It didn't just come out of nowhere. All right, I changed subject here. So, Jiu-jitsu funk buster. Jiu-jitsu funk buster, man. Yeah, I think it's it's uh um, it's fine. I was, I was talking with uh, uh, I don't know one of our new white belts, and he was kind of like talking about being frustrated with some stuff too. And then it was we were talking a little bit earlier, but you were commenting how I seemed a little frustrated on Wednesday. And dude, it was funny, man. Like like my jiu-jitsu was feeling good. And then we were doing that class where we were doing the specific training, the, the specific sparring. And we were doing the... Uh, that was Tuesday night. It was Tuesday night. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I can't remember. I think that uh, either... But we were... Anyways. Yeah, it was a neon you belly. Fought, yeah, you choked me out from neon belly, man. You got my fucking... Got me the good old, like, cross-collar neon belly choke. And dude, No, was, no, baseball bat. It was baseball bat, yeah. Baseball bat. Baseball bat. And it's like, dude, you choked my fucking jujitsu out of me. <laughs> that one choke. <laughs> it was insane. It was crazy. It was like I was feeling all good, and you know things were feeling like, you know, pretty good. And then, like, and I because it, it was it was like it was really weird. It was like I thought I was doing all right, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna choke the fuck out of me. And after he choked the fuck out of me, I just felt like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. Like, everything I thought I knew about jujitsu is just being called into question here. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> after one choke. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then, then Wednesday night, it, uh, it was when you were like, yeah, dude, I could tell you're a little frustrated. And I was like, because it just continued. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? All of a sudden, I feel like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, anyways, I think it's just kind of a good thing to bring up every once in a while. Because I'm like... Because it gets frustrating when you don't know why. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm making this mistake. All of a sudden, it's just like, there's a feel. And it's like, I told you, it's like, man, I felt like I was like, you know, getting some cool superpowers going. And all of a sudden, I woke up and it was like, they were gone. And I don't know. It's a fucking weird feeling. It's the jiu-jitsu gods knew you were getting a little too big for your they britches. did, dude. I'm so glad you said that, man. They, I'm so glad you said that. That's what I, happens. I thought so, too. That's exactly what happens, I man. realized that, too. I was, they realize you're getting a little too hoity. They're like, all right, this motherfucker needs to get smashed. Yep. Yeah. This shit just isn't going to quite work. No. 
He was gonna have to find find a way through this these ass whoopings. Gotta get humbled again. Gotta get humbled. Gotta get humbled. So, yeah, the cause was. I, looking back, I was like, I, the 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 way that I I always try to think about like the way that Musashi put it, like you know you're you're trying to let the way express itself through you, and when you start thinking that you're doing it, then it leaves you, and that's exactly that's what was going exactly, on there. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, without getting all. <clears throat> fucking tree hugging hippie on it, dude. I believe that is it. They that because the more time you spend doing jujitsu, well, okay, let me back up. When you're white belt, maybe blue belt, yeah, you're probably just fucking shit up. Probably <laughs> 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 that's probably more the case. You're probably just fucking shit up. Um, as you progress past that, especially you know purple belt, you know and beyond, yeah, like you start if you're trying to force things too much. And shit just not working for you. Yeah, sometimes they, you just have to relax. And just let the jiu-jitsu be jiu-jitsu. Come back, yeah. yeah it'll come back. Yeah. And you start trying to force the way too much. And it, it, it's going to elude you every fucking time, man. And, and, and yeah. that, dude, that, ha- dude, that never stops happening. I know. That still happens to me, man. I'll, I'll go. Th- and, and it just ebbs and flows, man. You'll have a couple weeks to where you're feeling good, fucking people up. And then you'll have a couple weeks to where everybody's giving you trouble. I'm like, God damn it. And you just you just got to kind of chuckle at it, not force it. Just go back to some basics. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. And then and just slow it down. Like you. Yeah. Can't, so are there like some basic things that you try to think about? Like I don't know when you say like go back to basics. Like what? So what do you? Dude, I'm talking like, like, like some conscious things that you try to remind yourself of going in. Like okay, I need to, I need to kind of like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, when I say go back to basics, they like go back to just straight up basic fundamental jiu-jitsu like okay let's breathe all right breathe here don't freak out don't it's not an ego thing if i fucked up if i get fucked up i get fucked up okay where are my elbows at oh my elbows are tight okay cool what i bridge oh i got a little space you just elbows tight bridge find a little space oh just get back to close guard and i just really just break it down to super simple shit like where are all my all my limbs is my neck neck protected boom and just really just slow it down and like it'll just start coming back when you when you start trying to think end result like I have to tap this guy from this position yeah you you you're thinking too far ahead you just need to get wrestle slap hands get yourself in a position and be like okay where what would be the perfect expression of jiu-jitsu right here perfect not fancy shit what is the perfect where's my weight where's my grip that's it. I won. Okay, I won that little match. I won that little battle in my head, and, just, and like I break it down to those little fights, and then eventually it just starts kind of flowing back in. I mean, oh, that, that probably doesn't quite work for newbies, you know that explanation. I was as I was saying it, like it probably doesn't help. No, man, I think that's that's good. It's, it's uh, see, I always had. I'm trying to find uh, with, with mountain biking. I found like when my my riding was off. There was usually like my hip hinge was off, right? So I could, I could get off my bike and do like some, just do some moves and focus on, okay, I got to focus on my hip hinge. I got to focus on, you know, good body weight distribution. There were things that I knew, like, okay, I'm not focusing on these things. I'm getting away from these things and my riding's starting to be like shit and I need to get back to basics, which is, you know, hand pressure, foot pressure and, and, you know, balance on the bike. And so, I guess for me, like I'm trying, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if there's something similar to that with jujitsu. There, there is, 
but it's it's more broad. Just yeah. because there's so many different positions. Yeah. And so you you can't I can't just give you like okay hand position. Well, like position, hips and shoulders. Hips and shoulders. I mean, yeah, but like I say, with every position, it's gonna vary a little bit. Okay, you get you get stuck in somebody's closed guard, mm-hmm. closed guard, and you didn't want to be there. That's okay. Elbows in, good posture, squeezing the knees. Boom. Now I'm working my escape. Now I'm working my pass. It, it's, but every position, okay, I'm on bottom side control. My head's flat to the mat. My elbows are in tight. Breathing, I'm set up, I'm ready to go. You know, like every position has like these, like little four point checklists I'll go through every yeah. fucking position. Yeah. And you just check all those little foot. I usually break every position down into like four, you know, three or four check checklist items. Check, check, check. Now I can proceed. Check, check. And then if you just break each position down into those, then the jiu jitsu happens. Yeah. Does, it, does that make sense? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm still, yeah, working my way through some of my thought experiments with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, cause, I mean, but there's, uh, this is kind of a, kind of just more like a theoretical conversation. Because every position has basic fundamentals. Right. You know, like I'm convinced that like, you know, Pimenta is just seeing completely different shit. You know, like what, what is what is he looking at? You know, what is he paying attention to? And, and so, and I think like some of those things are like the fundamental things, like, and I think like for me, that's where, where I, I found that with riding, like once I really understood what those fundamental things were and focused on them more consistently, that my bad days were way fewer. And, and when I started to have them, I could turn them around because I understood why, you know, it's like. When you go in there and your your jujitsu's off, it's not like there's a reason, you know. Like there's something that you're not doing. There's something you're not seeing. There's something that you're focusing on that you shouldn't. You, you know what I mean? There's. It's not like a fucking game. There, there's there's and, a reason. And part it's, I think part of where what's fucking you up a little bit in your in your your train of thought there is because with mountain biking. It's just about you, you, the trail, and the bike. Yeah. You don't have the added element of another human being fucking your day up. Right, yeah. So the, the, that's a big element. It is. Not only because, cause, you know, and you know what's funny is the, the day I thought you were getting frustrated. I didn't realize it was really starting on Tuesday, but Wednesday I seen it kind of manifesting itself. But I could see your jiu-jitsu changed. You were more worried about what I was doing than what James was doing. I could I could just tell the way you were rolling, and from the outside perspective, like someone watching, like they would have never picked up on that nuance. Yeah. But I know you so well. We've wrestled so many times with each other. I could tell you were more focused on me than you were on you. And I was just chuckling at it because yeah. I could tell, and I knew you were fucked at that point. And there was nothing I was gonna because if I would have told you that at that point, I know you just would have got mad at me. I know <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You wouldn't have been mad at me. We're no, friends, we're friends but yeah. it would have just kind of pissed you off. And so I just had to let you work through it. Yeah. You know, figure it out. But th- that's what it was. And that, that happens a lot. That's what puts people into funk. So you, you can't give a fuck about what they're, who your wrestling's doing. Yeah. I say that, I mean, you do, but you don't. You have to focus on what the fuck you need to do. And I mean, what you need to do is in relationship to what they are doing. But yeah, you, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You can't put too much thought into what the fuck they got going on. Yeah. They're, they're just... No, a, no, no, no. Well, just so a, Wednesday, I was like, I felt like I was... 
stuck in the mud. You know what I mean? Like I was, like I, I, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. And I was because I couldn't worry about what I was doing because I was like fucking three steps behind. And then I'm trying to figure out like, well, how do I, you know, I was trying to figure out like, how do I get in, like, out of what he's got me in? And that's why I was thinking about like you, you know, and, and so like, I know what you mean with, I, I got to worry about like doing my thing with it, but it was, uh, I just felt like so fucking lost. <laughs> it was just the weirdest goddamn feeling, man. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And, uh, so, but anyways, it's starting to like come back around a little bit, but yeah, hundred percent was what you said in the beginning, man, is I was starting to feel like I was doing good and the jujitsu said, okay, motherfucker, let's see how you do then on your own. So, so and, and another thing I do too, when you, you get into those little funks is you got to stop thinking about the person you're wrestling with as a, as a person. And I, what I mean by that is because we all have our egos and our pride and we don't like to lose to certain people, or yeah, you know, just because oh maybe I don't really like this guy so much, I don't want to lose to him, or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. You got to strip all that bullshit away, and it's just you're just going against. This just happens to be some fucking human being who's got some sort of version of jujitsu I got to deal with right now, and I do that when I, I I'll I'll well, like I, I don't care who I'm wrestling with. This is just some fucking entity with jujitsu I have to deal with at this yeah. point in time. And I, I'll think like that to get myself past the ego part of it. Like, oh, man, this guy's going to beat me. You know, he's this belt. Oh, he's giving me so much trouble. He's only a fucking blue belt. Or he's only a purple belt. Why is he giving me so much trouble? No, 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 no. You, you got to ignore all that shit. And this is just some sort of fucking entity with some sort of jiu-jitsu skills giving me some problems. I just got to solve these problems. Yeah. That, that helps a lot, too, when I take the human element out of it. Yeah. It may sound a little weird, I guess, but... No, man. That's the way my brain yeah. processes it sometimes. I think there's a lot. I feel like if I had the... I, I feel like I went... I was thinking too much about some other shit. And I started thinking about it so much that I started to forget. Like, I was really getting into, uh, like, um, like, trying to get diagonal control on people. Controlling, like, one hip and the opposite shoulder. And I just started focusing so much on that that I forgot about all this other shit (laughs) that was going on. And I was having like some luck with it. And then it was, was, man. It was like, because I was like focusing on that with you in that position. And next thing I know, I'm getting choked the fuck out. And all of a sudden, I'm like, well, wait a minute. What's going on here? And then it was like my brain. Yeah, I was like, I've forgotten everything. And uh, so, yeah, it was almost like I went too far too far thinking in one direction and forgot the And you don't know that where that too far is until you hit it. Until you yeah. like, oh shit, that was too far. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, enough. yeah. Yeah. It it was interesting, man, because it was a it was a funk. It wasn't it was a different funk than what I've ever experienced before. Cause it really wasn't because I've had I know like you're saying like the ego thing or you're just like, you know, okay, I'm going through a period where people that you know, I'm usually whipping up on or whipping up on me and, you know, oh, that sucks and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was like, literally like, where did it go? Where did it go? Like, I'm just sitting here and I don't remember what the fuck to do. It was just totally fucking, it was a weird experience. 
So that's why, like, Wednesday, man, I was so fucking frustrated because I was just, like, it felt like no matter what I was doing was just the wrong thing. And I was just like, all right, I just got to take a deep breath, have faith in the... Have faith in the process. I know what I did wrong. I'm sorry, jujitsu. I'm sorry. I, it, it's all you. Please come back to me, baby. I love you. And, uh, but I don't know. It's funny, man. It was like everything you said is so like spot on. Cause there was a moment where I was, uh, I was rolling with Trey and he had me in a fucking arm bar, dude, dead to rights. I mean, and I was sitting there and all the shit that you just said went through Trey's blue belt. Yep. You know, like, even though he's good, like, I shouldn't be fucking in this position and all, you know, all this shit, man, just went through my head and all, and all of a sudden I just was like, I just gotta let all that shit go. Doesn't matter. And it's like, I gotta relax and I need to just, it's like, man, if jujitsu wants, if jujitsu wants to come back to me now, I just need to fucking let it happen. Like, I'm not getting out of this arm bar. I'm not getting out of this. Like, if, if I'm getting, it's, I gotta let just let jujitsu come back to me if she wants to come back to me, baby. And so it was funny. I ended up getting out of it, but uh, but that was it. Like a hundred percent was that. There was that moment where I was like, oh fuck, I just had to let it all go and say, all right, come back to me, baby. And uh, she came back for a moment, but it was uh, yeah, fleeting. fleeting. It is, man. It's frustrating because you do. You feel like you're getting some superpowers. You're and, just, and the jujitsu, like I'm. I'm not a religious man, but I'll, I will say the jiu-jitsu gods, and I have no problem saying that. Like, the jiu-jitsu gods rec- will recognize that, yep, and they will slap you the fuck yes. down. Yeah, yes. So be, that's the beautiful thing about it. That is, man. I think that's what, it, like I said, man, I think that like for me, that was really like my first, that's why I felt different. It was like, oh, this is just different. There's just, you, you know... You're focusing too much on this one thing, and you think you're kicking ass so you because you got this system, thing figured you out. Oh. You got this little thing going. Yeah. No one's ever explained this diagonal pressure to me. I got like, this shit figured this out. This fucking shit figured out. Man, these motherfuckers don't know what I know. What's going on? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And uh, yeah, it all fell apart on me. So, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. I know. I, I could tell. I, I knew you could tell that I was frustrated Wednesday. Cause I, I I usually don't let shit frustrate me. You know, like taking well, ass whoopings is part get, of it, we man. We all get there, man. It's, yeah, it's, it wasn't that, the ass whoopings. It no, was it was the feeling behind it. Was it. You, it was just the, like it was your behaviors that were frustrating you. Yeah, because you're like, why am I getting fucked up? Yeah, like I know I usually don't get fucked up like this. Uh, yeah. Why? 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 Why am I tired? Like, God damn it! What's what going on here? What is going this on? This is a here? different type of ass whooping. Yeah. So there's a lesson here for me. But I could sense it. And I was chuckling. And I wasn't <laughs> chuckling out loud because I didn't want to make you even more mad. Because I could tell. I was like, God, oh, this fucker is frustrated right now. Like I could, I, I mean, I could really tell. <laughs> and I was, like I say, I was like, oh. and I, and I was just, I was chuckling because like, I've, I've been there, so I knew exactly what you were thinking and feeling. Yeah. And I knew there was nothing I could say or do that was going to help you in that nah, moment. Except, except for whooping your ass. Yeah, that's it, so man. So I just continued to whoop your ass. Nah, that's... I, was, I wasn't going to change what I was going to do. Nothing will fucking right. cure it but time and ass whoopings. Yep. So... And that's what I just... I know that, yeah. So, I guess that's always the advice. Time and ass whoopings. Time and ass whoopings. That's the cure for everything in jiu-jitsu. Time on the mat and ass whoopings. Yeah, that's it, so... All right. Yeah, those folks will happen, man. I know. It's still, I like to talk about it. That's good. It no, it's well. good for people to hear it too because look how long you and I have both been doing this. And yeah. Guess what? They happen. It happens, man. Yeah, you're going to have And those. they'll happen from 
you'll go through streaks. Sometimes you'll just get into like have a a couple of shitty practices and boom, you're out of it. Dude, sometimes you'll be in a funk for a couple fucking weeks. Yeah. And it's just, ugh. You, and you you got to keep just grinding through. And, man, I really suggest that, you know, if you're going through um, a funk like that, like, find those toughest training partners in the fucking room and get after them. And that'll be it out of you. You're like, don't, don't look for the fucking white, <laughs> don't look for the white belt chicks. <laughs> Don't it's look. Funny, don't man. look for the easy rounds. Don't look. Find the toughest fucking blue belts. You know the, the dudes with wrestling backgrounds. Find those motherfuckers, and just embrace yeah. it. Embrace no, the, no. Embrace the fucking suck and get after funny. it. Because you massaging your fragile fucking ego at that point by whooping on somebody that you should whoop on. No. Guess what? The jiu-jitsu got to see that, yep. and they're gonna make it stretch out longer, yep. and it's gonna get fucking worse. <laughs> you know why I say this? Because I know, I know from experience where where I've been in that funk, and I'd be like, all right. I need to whoop somebody's ass to make myself feel better right now. And you do that. But the next time you go to somebody a little bit better, the jiu-jitsu gods just chuckle. Yeah. And they fuck your day up. And the problem is, too, is you're not fucking that person up the way that you should. No. It's not the same. Not the same. And it's just, it is. It's just for your, and you know it. You know it. You're you know like, it. this isn't right. You know why you're doing it. Yeah, you you're know why you're doing fragile it. fragile fucking ego. I know. And Dude, you, when you're down in the hole, you just fucking dig deeper. And, and you're just digging deeper. To yes. And then when you go home... And you drive home from practice that day. You only you know what you did, and you feel like shit. Like God yeah. damn it! I, I I purposely avoided some of these tough motherfuckers so I could whoop that dude's ass because I know I could. And you feel it doesn't help you get out of that slump. No. And then it makes the slump last longer. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's funny you said that too because I remember there was a moment where I'm like, dude, I suck ass. Where's Randy? <laughs> I deserve, right this. The, yeah, I deserve this. I deserve this. And it was right after him when you were like, all right, let's go again. And that's when I was just in my, uh, that was when I was one of the most frustrated. But that was it, man. I was like, dude, I just deserve this. Yep. I'm, I'm an asshole. I deserve it. I need to go get my ass kicked. Or just fucking Kevin, Randy, Rob. Yep. And that was, that's the dude, that's the best medicine. It is, man. Because then when you get, when you find some little pieces of success on the tough ass training partners, then it's like, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm not completely retarded. Yeah. I do remember how to do this. I need the, fuck, the pressure, dude. Need the that pressure. high pressure. You do fuck, need yeah. the high pressure, man, to scrub out that bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Yep. So, just keep taking the ass whoopings. Keep taking the ass whoopings. Time on the mat and ass whoopings. Again. <laughs> answer for everything. Answer for everything. Time on the mat and ass whoopings. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think it's a good place to end it. I think so, man. Fucking That's good, man. Appreciate the pep talk. Yep. So. I seen you were frustrated and you laughed without saying goodbye. I said bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mumble as you walked out. Because I remember specifically, Kielly stuck her head back in the door and was like, bye, everybody. And James is already in the car with that motherfucker running like, let's go. <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck this place. I'm out of here. Dude, my face hurt. <laughs> Can't remember if that was the night. I think so. Yeah, that was... No. Friday night. No, that was... No, it was Wednesday night. Yeah, I got... Blast in the back of the head, and I didn't even know it. Like, cause I remember getting up, and I was like, "Damn, that hurt!" And I like, I can still feel it. That was it, dude. I felt like I told Kelly, man. I sat in the car, like I didn't say anything the whole way home, too, man. <laughs> Did you? Really? I was fucking pissed. Was the radio was on, or doing, was it just silent? It was silent. The whole, was the whole family silent. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we pulled in the garage, and she's like, "Well, good talking to you." <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking funny. I, like, I can see 
The shower Shiloh and Z in the back seat all looking at each other and like, hey, Dad is pissed. And I can see Shiloh back there like, Z, just shut up. Z, just shut up. You're going to get in trouble. What was that? It was like I told him, man. It's like, oh. man, I felt like I went to MMA practice. Like between getting blasted in the back of the head, which I don't even remember where it happened, but I had a lump in the back of my head. And then... That was the night Kevin tried to fucking put his fist through the side of my face. <laughs> and, dude, you wanted my elbows and figured out that, well, if I had Teddy Roosevelt the fuck out of his face, maybe he'll give me an elbow. So, like, my head was just beat the fuck, dude. Like, honestly, I felt like I'd been, like, doing strikes. So dude, I'm sorry. Besides, I'm still just laughing my ass off about the Wilson silent car yes. at home. Dude, yeah, so like I'm in a bad mood, so I got my ass kicked. I'm just in like, you know how you are, dude. I was like in a little bit of a daze from just like my head, like, oh, what the hell? Oh, man. So yeah, it was, it was a long, silent ride home. God damn it, that is cracking me up, dude. Oh my god, because I can just picture it all. And I can picture Kelly's smart ass too when you go home, like, I'll take some of the talk. Yeah. So that was a good talk. Good talk. Oh, I was man. like, damn, dude, my head hurts. <laughs> that is fucking classic. She told me I should have rubbed some of the CBD salve on my head. <laughs> or my face, that's right. Put some my of that on your face. She's like, put some of that on your face. I'm like, I don't know, baby. So, anyway. Oh, my God, dude. This yeah. fucking makes my day. It was a salty <laughs> night, man. All the way around. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Right, Thanks, so. anyway, anyway, well, hope everybody else enjoyed this as much yeah. as I did. <laughs> we'll end it Probably on that not. Alright. Okay. See you fuckers later. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. They shoes, no trace of the tools Shaped in your face, fuck the rules Snooze you lose One eye always open, it times two No clue, but soon a brief monsoon Might give you a view to choose Stay tuned, include, won't conclude To the end is near beware There's consequences for what you do To me and demon The devil of many levels I keep on feeding For several of them rebels Me, myself, he died Myself, he died